1: This is is Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Tommy taxed me, tasked me. can I talk? I'm a professional radio person. I can't even speak. Tommy Evans asked me what are my 10 favorite songs of all time. I have been thinking about this question endlessly since he asked me this. I, uh, I have not got it narrowed down to 10, but you just heard one of them. Welcome back. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Go check out the Nuanas Now podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. It is proudly presented by the M-Store and the MSU Bookstore. Fun first hour today. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. Maddie Keese, the head coach of the Missoula, Missoula Hellgate Girls basketball team. And Darian White, star point guard for the Montana State Bobcats. Among our guests, go check it out on the podcast. Have you been reading books? Yes. Okay, I got some books for you. One is a sports-related book, but it's not really about sports. It's about psychology and parenting, and uh, it is so salacious. I just finished the Jeff Benedict Armin Catea book about Tiger Woods. Ooh, that sounds fun. It's what the documentary that you, we've talked about that you've watched is based on, but in the documentary, they only like got two of the women to go on the record. Oh. This book is like... I mean, it's like a hundred pages of that.
2: Is it like a romance novel? Like, uh, no, he... it is.
1: <laughs> it is horrifying.
2: It is, do you have an actual book? Are you going to give me the actual book? I'll give book? you the actual okay. book. I'm yeah. in. I'm reading a couple different books what right are, now. What are you reading? I'm reading Verity.
1: Uh okay. My lady friend read that uh, from start to finish without putting it down while we were on uh, vacation.
2: It's very good. Yes,
1: yeah, she read it in like two days in Vegas.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And then just a couple other books. I'm just just reading a few. But Verity is definitely has my, you know.
1: Chicken does no sports. Attention. Uh, ESPN Radio uh, here on your uh, Thursday. Doing this a day early because it's a rivalry game on Saturday. uh, Here actually, rivalry doubleheader between Montana and Montana State on the basketball court. So we'll have... A full slate of interviews tomorrow, including appearances from the women's basketball coaches, Trisha Binford of Montana State, Brian Holsinger of Montana. We'll also hear from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State men's head coach, and Chris Cobb, the associate head coach for the uh, University of Montana men's basketball team. So uh, pretty packed tomorrow, so we decided to have a little fun here uh, on your Thursday. Uh, as somebody that's written my whole life and loved writing, the, the people like the gal Colleen Hoover I don't understand how they could possibly be so prolific. Like this lady has written like 20 books in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Like writing she, one book a year seems like a really tall task. I mean, you go to the store, there's a whole shelf oh of her yeah. books.
2: It's crazy. I read another one of her books. Um, it ends with us and that was good. Mm-hmm. That's These are kind of my kind of books. Like I page I, like, I like a page turner. So I either like Chick Lit, which is like um, a 25 year old <laughs> in New York working in... Publishing. Like Sex in the City. Yeah. yeah. Or I like kind of a mystery, like what's going to happen? What does this mean? What's happening? You know, so those are my two genres. Okay. But I, I would like to read this Tiger Woods one. Uh,
1: yeah, I think you'd find it fascinating because I like only a little bit of it is about his golf exploits. Most of it's just about how he became, how he was. For better or worse, like the just the golf genius that he was and also just like this crazy person. That I want
2: to was... hear about the scandals.
1: The scandals are so intense. Okay. The amount of time that it would take to facilitate what he was doing is just like mind boggling.
2: So speaking of Tiger Woods, on um, Monday morning or Tuesday morning, I guess it would have been, I texted you that Tom Brady, the Bucks, were eliminated. And you texted me saying, you're acting like I didn't know this already. <laughs> <laughs> but also you said, now we're going to spend the next, the eight, next months- eight
1: months. next eight talking about if Tom Brady's going to retire. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So what do you think?
1: <laughs> I don't think that Tom Brady's going to retire. I do. You do? Yeah. I mean, he's single and ready to mingle.
2: He's clearly mingling.
1: The Las Vegas Raiders need a quarterback. And, oh. and the best offensive coordinator he ever had in New England is the head coach of the Raiders. Interesting. That's only one of the scenarios, though. He's also from the Bay Area, and the Niners might be in the market for a quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of different things that could happen. All I all I know is the Bucs are trying to keep Tom Brady. They fired their offensive coordinator today. Uh, but I think Tom Brady, first of all, I think he's addicted to attention. I think a lot of these guys are. I mean, that's why, uh, yeah. Aaron, that's why Aaron Rodgers sits there and just strokes himself on TV every day. Hello. It's so annoying. But anyways, uh, I think he's addicted to the attention. But also, like, I think it's going to take a catastrophic poor performance for a duration of time for Tom Brady. He was not very good. He was good at times this year, not very good at other times. But his team made the playoffs. I think it's going to take like a three and fourteen season and uh, just a complete. But see,
2: I don't think that that's well will happen. I don't think he'll let. I think he he should just go out now, bow out. I've been saying this for about five years. But like no
1: great (laughs) athlete does that. They all have to see themselves absolutely fail to believe that it's true.
2: Okay, should we place a bet? Like
1: Michael Jordan had to like come back and show that he couldn't actually do it like he used to do. He's still better than most people, but he couldn't do it like he used to be able to do it. I mean, it's tried and true across the board. No all-time, all-time great walked away with grace except for probably Bill Russell.
2: I'm going to bet you one of your fancy... um Drinks that you you get your energy drinks.
1: Drink a little Lotus from Florence Coffee, thanks yes. to Floco.
2: I'm gonna bet you a Lotus. Okay. If you That's win, like a five dollar bet. I know. It's if you bet. win, you I'll get you that. If I win, okay. I need a double Americano, with two pumps of vanilla, a little cinnamon, and a Splenda. How and about a this? Splash of cream.
1: This is like a Floco promotion in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, we'll be sending it to you. <laughs> uh, Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see. Tom okay. Brady's definitely going to put it all the way down to the wire for sure. I mean, remember he retired last year? hmm And they got dumped and he came back? Yeah. Or one, I don't know which came first, but whatever. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I just think he, I think he's going to retire. I think I just, he's got a, quite the Instagram. He's get, turned into an influencer. I mean.
1: Yeah, but he has had all that.
2: I know, but so he'll he's still get Mr. attention. Mr. Stetson
1: man and Mr. Subway and Mr. Everything for so long.
2: I think he's going to retire. Okay. Now the next person he needs to retire. You know, what's going to be
1: w- the worst part about Tom Brady retiring.
2: Who are we going to talk about?
1: No, he's going to be on TV every day, so we're going to have to listen to him mm-hmm. talk.
2: Hmm.
1: He'll. E- I mean, in certain ways, Tom Brady will actually be more exposed and have be more famous when he retires, and
2: more and wealthier. He's got like a For billion sure. dollar contract.
1: Three hundred and seventy five million is the projected number.
2: That's what happens when you sell the soul. You're soul to the devil.
1: <laughs> Check it out on Sports, ESPN Radio swx montana television and the espn uh, mt app did you see uh what you've done to the state of montana did you see the the economic impact study of yellowstone
2: um no but go
1: on this has been in the news from a lot of the i will take
2: all the credit the
1: news reporters um Marita Giorgio who's a local news person and now had lunch
2: with her yesterday. Oh great. Nice. Yeah.
1: She didn't even tell you? about this? Okay, well yep. so she's reporting this today. Uh, it's just fun talking, but I guess it's an interesting talking point. I actually don't think it's fun. It's horrifying to me, but that's cuz I'm a hater. Uh The University of Montana did a study, uh, an economic feasibility study of what impact Yellowstone has had over the last year or so on Montana and they estimate that 2.1 million visitors and 750 million dollars in spending have yeah. entered Montana because of Yellowstone.
2: And that's not even to mention the the actual filming of the show sure. and all of the local businesses they sure. used for food, drink, Tatering yeah, or, all the things. Yeah. And they also use local uh, you know, PAs and obviously stars like me, <laughs> you know. Um so, <laughs> oh, God. So, it's, I think it's great. I hope it continues. I hope more people come to Montana to film. There's so much, there's so many great spots.
1: I just hope it doesn't ruin the real estate market. I mean, and it's the ruined. The cost of living. And it's I don't, ruined. But that's be,
2: not Yellowstone's fault. I
1: know, we're just, but we're going to be really sad when there's nobody to fix our cars or service our bacon and eggs and all the th- jobs they need to have in a cool town to make it. I agree cool. with that.
2: But, um, I actually have been discussing, like, the college track with my kids and, like, go to trade school. Sure. We're going to need all the trades. Yeah, maybe. Except I did just find something out today about University of Montana. What's that? They have an esports gaming team. They do. Team.
1: Both Montana and Montana State both do.
2: And um, no pun intended, but that's a game changer <laughs> for my son. Yeah, not totally. Name um, because you could get scholarships for it. For
1: sure. I think that the two Montana schools are very competitive in that as well, so.
2: I think that's that's cool because not everyone fits in that mold of athletes and, you know, things like that and, you know. Anyway, okay, let's get to the news. Uh,
1: okay. Oh, uh,
2: do you have something else well, to say? Well, first
1: of all, you did you did a hard yoga class today, you said.
2: Oh, my gosh. I went to Yoga Sculpt today with Katrina, who my dream is to look like her. <laughs> She's Me too. Perfect. That, sh- that, shows She's you. Like, that shows
1: you how fit she is. I think she, everybody would like to look like oh that. Oh
2: my God. So she um, she probably doesn't eat uh, popcorn out of a barrel like we just <laughs> well, did
1: though. I mean, she does yoga like three times a day. So true. maybe she does.
2: Yeah, that's true. But anyway, so it was yoga sculpt. And by the way, there were more guys in that class than girls today. There's a lot
1: of guys coming, yeah. Uh, I
2: think it's because of us. Totally. 100%. Um, but hot
1: house yoga, downtown Missoula.
2: Hot house yoga, Locally owned, um, right downtown Missoula by the Catalyst, right on uh, Higgins. Yep. That class was so hard. So she's like, okay, now we're just gonna work on some arms and we're gonna bring our heart rates down. And then Lizzo comes on and she's like, oh, that reminds me, we gotta do burpees. And I was like, oh yes. my God. But I survived.
1: I love pain, I love punishing myself. The only thing I can't do is burpees. Burpees make me car sick. It's not that the physical task mm-hmm. is so hard. It's that like going up and down like that, it makes my medulla oblongata turn upside down or something. I don't know. It like makes me like dizzy and ill.
2: Yeah. Well, I feel great right now. Well, that's good. In fact, I'm like, I'm so happy to carve out an hour twice a week for that class yeah. because it just feels so good.
1: It definitely feels good. Hot house yoga, the hype house, both helping us, uh, in this gloomy time of year, if you need uh, a natural and healthy high, go check out Hot House Yoga downtown Missoula and Hype House. There, uh, Cycling Studio plus strength classes there at the Hype House as well on Tool Avenue, right by uh, DraftWorks. Works. Chicken Ozo Sports, ESPN Radio. Uh, okay, now the news. What do you got?
2: Okay, Pro Bowl is coming up. Okay, have you heard about who is heading up each team? <laughs>
1: I have not cared about the Pro Bowl in probably 20 years.
2: Well, so can I tell you? you Can Can you pretend to care? You You can tell me. Snoop as soon Dog- as
1: all the good players were like, I'm not going to go to the Pro Bowl. That's why I stopped. Caring. As
2: soon as it was flag football, is well, that, that also They're doing flag football now.
1: <laughs> I actually think this is a little bit more intriguing because it used to be like they were playing real football, but they didn't want no one wants to get hurt. Sure. So it was just like non-competitive because everybody's like, Well, I'm not going to hurt you. You don't hurt me. Okay, let's just stand up there and play patty cake. Now that'll be way better than it's uh, flag. Anyways,
2: um, Snoop, Snoop Dogg, and um, Pete Davidson are heading wow. up. So Pete Davidson, who's who does Peyton Manning? What's Peyton Manning's deal? What's Peyton Manning's deal? Oh, <laughs> he's man, where like... Where did you start?
1: Peyton Manning was a Heisman Trophy winner. Is he
2: letter.
1: AFC? Uh, Peyton Manning's not in the NFL anymore.
2: I know, but...
1: Is he playing I, in this like football game? I don't think he's game? playing.
2: But I think he's maybe like a coach or something. Sure. Or? Okay,
1: fine. Yeah. Anyway, Peyton so... Peyton Manning's like a personality now. Yeah.
2: Anyway, Dave, so Pete Davidson is um, doing it to impress his uncle, I guess. I don't know. Wow. You know, he and Peyton Manning are friends.
1: Okay, I didn't know that.
2: Everybody knows that. (laughs) God, get with it.
1: What do they talk about? Papa John's?
2: They talk about (laughs) probably weed.
1: (laughs) Which leads to Papa John's.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Snoop obviously talks about weed. Uh, And uh, I don't know who the other guy is, but... With the NFC squad, so yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently it's going to be.
1: Who's the? Do they have the name of the other guy? Or you just don't even know. I
2: didn't screenshot oh, that okay, information. That's fine. It's Snoop and some other guy. <laughs> Got it. So they're going to probably all be stoned and playing flag football. Is what I'm predicting. Sounds
1: glorious. I know. Is it still in Hawaii?
2: I don't know. I thought I think it was it's Vegas. Eli
1: Manning. That's the other coach. That's Peyton's brother. So.
2: What? Even I knew that. Okay, good. Yeah. So Peyton's one and then Eli's the other? I think so. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So that's happening. Sweet. It <laughs> should be cute.
1: i give you $20 right now if you tell me what Snoop Dogg's real name is. Cordius. It starts with a B. Yeah, you're not really close, but kind of.
2: Cordulous. No. Cordial. No. What?
1: Calvin Broadus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got them. I combined the names. Yeah.
1: Once upon a time, uh, Snoop Dogg's youngest brother played at Cal Poly, and uh, his name's Andre Brodus, and he led the uh, he led the Mustangs to the 2012 Big Sky Championship. So I have interviewed Snoop Dogg's brother before. How about that?
2: Also, I had it wrong. It's Eli Manning and Pete.
1: Mm, And Peyton Manning. And and then Peyton and Snoop. Nice.
2: I I just needed to change, like, yeah, swipe.
1: you want us (laughs) down against radio? Sugar does no sports. Uh, What else you got?
2: Maybe that yoga like mushed my brain. I don't know. All right. So I can't believe I'm going to say this, but the Packers might be on my good side right now.
1: Why? How?
2: Because they are. It's not
1: the Packers fault that Aaron Rodgers is a tool, by the way.
2: No, but it's the Packers fault that they are the Packers. And I'm from Chicago. Chicago. So How far is
1: Green Bay from Chicago? Like four hours? I don't know. <laughs> never been Why there. would I
2: know that? <laughs> no, I've never been there. Okay, I've never been in Milwaukee, Milwaukee mm. either, mm. or Madison. Mm. I really haven't been anywhere in Wisconsin, I don't think. Okay. Mm. Anyway, they are going to donate $100,000 worth of defibrillators to schools and recreational sports leagues in the Green Bay area in honor of, well, in light of DeMar Hamlin's medical emergency. Wow, cool. So I love that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I giving mean, back to the
1: community is always good.
2: It'd be great if, like, all the NFL teams maybe did that.
1: Well, the Packers are always going to be more community engaged because, in fact, they are owned by the community. So that's uh, always going to be a uh, a high priority, <laughs> I'd say. It's also the smallest market in pro sports, and uh, so little well, hometown feel, but cool for the Packers.
2: I mean, that's great that they're community owned and they're going to do stuff for the community. Let's get everyone else on board. Yeah, they got the money. Totally. Let's see if Tom Brady's going to donate some defibrillators. (laughs) Probably not. I don't think so. Anyway, um, moving on to soccer, football. Football. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. He's going to play in Saudi Arabia.
1: Yes, the latest.
2: He managed to... Okay, it's illegal to cohabitate if you are a couple and not married in Saudi Arabia. I believe that. He... he managed to get a country to change their law for him just to get out of marrying his gorgeous girlfriend, who Mm. is the mother of several of his children. Wow. That's kind of a D-bag move.
1: Uh, Certainly.
2: Get Uh, married. What's the big deal?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be something there. He's so rich. Prenup. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe, I mean, she if I were her and my boyfriend was like, I got to get this law changed <laughs> before I, I'm yeah, not marrying a you. Extreme. So
1: what do they say when he's getting paid?
2: Probably somewhere, but I didn't oh, I'll, look. I'll, I'll find Listen, out. I am. I've had a very busy day that included hot yoga and <laughs> I um, didn't really do a lot of homework today.
1: Uh, you're doing great. This is the best segment in the history of this show. I don't so. believe you.
2: I've had uh, way better for sure.
1: I mean, I don't know. We're killing it. We're talking about all sorts of different things. Uh, he is going to be paid 173 million euros. For one year? For one year.
2: Get that. This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the, the exchange rate is right now. Um,. Yeah, it's about, let's see, it's about $188 million.
2: For one year? For
1: one year, yes.
2: Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I were her, I would put up with (laughs) (laughs) it.
1: Can you imagine if your paychecks were like $5 million every time? (sighs) Ugh. 10 million dollars every time someday, you get
2: paid. Someday. Carter. I don't even know
1: how like the paycheck structure works. Like they just, they just give you 187 million or do they like, right. Like is it just wired? Do you just get 10 million 25 times? I, I or?
2: would like to think that they deliver it in a suitcase full of cash.
1: <laughs> That's so much cash. It would fill this whole room.
2: <laughs> well, no, like every other week.
1: I mean, right. Even 10 million dollars would fill this whole room in cash. It's so much cash.
2: Oh, that sounds so nice.
1: I mean, to a point. At some point, I think it ruins your life i don't think so i mean i don't know well
2: i don't know the i me- mean the
1: meek will inherit the earth i don't really know true depends on if you want to live in heaven while you're alive or after your life I depends don't know.
2: if you believe in heaven
1: i've been reading too many philosophy books what else is new <laughs> chicken doesn't know sports he has been radio what else you got
2: all right so this is just a little um idea for the nfl okay from carolyn okay <laughs> I Um, have been... And actually, NBA too. I have seen some of the cutest interactions between basketball player... Like, um, there was this NBA player who he was playing against LeBron, and he said, you played against my dad in your first game. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they have them all mic'd up.
1: Dwight Parker, maybe? Or somebody... Somebody... Yeah, I I saw this exact same thing. He's like... You feel old? Because that kid is 19.
2: Yeah. Oh, he is?
1: Yeah, and he was like... It's such a great scene. He's like... Hey, remember your first game in Sacramento? You played against my yeah. dad. And LeBron's like, what? It's like, why you guys said that to me? And the kid's like, I made you feel old, didn't I? And LeBron's like, dang it, yes, you but did.
2: But he, 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 he was really sweet and polite. He no, didn't sound sure. rude. I no, no, for sure.
1: LeBron, LeBron was like laughing about it. I mean, here's the thing. LeBron James, I can't believe that we're not talking about it at a higher level. And we will be because we're going to dive into more NBA stuff now. The football's kind of in the rear view and all that. But, I mean... LeBron James, it, it was the 20th anniversary of him being on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was a junior in high school this last summer. And here he is at 38 years old. And, I mean, he scored like 48 points the other night.
2: He hit, he hit some crazy record or whatever you call it. I mean, he's it. averaging
1: <laughs> 30 points a game this year. He's only averaged 30 a game in his career twice.
2: I'm trying to want. I'm trying to understand why I, I applaud him, but hate Tom Brady. So well, because much. LeBron James
1: has been anointed as this a prodigy, and then he's done nothing to, to offend. To, to, or like Tom Brady's just. I mean, the hair gel, the stupid commercials, the you know knocks up Bridget Moynihan and just leaves her for a supermodel. He kisses his kids on the lips. He eats sweet <laughs> potato fries like. LeBron James is just no a G. LeBron James, LeBron James is married to this girl he's dated since yeah. high school. He's, you know, he's just he's doing it. He's been so steady. There's been no ups, ebbs, and flows. You're never hearing about LeBron James doing this or that no. or another thing. It is just he's hooping. He's being a dad. That's it.
2: Yeah. And then he's in movies and he's so funny. Like I've seen him in, you know, he's been the I mean, in a really, what it comes down to
1: is the LeBron James is just way cooler than Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, that's, I mean,
2: because that's how, like, I love Shaq too. Like, he right. just, he's just, just a great adore guy. Adore him.
1: Yeah, he's just such a good yeah. dude.
2: Well, so this that whole interaction was cute, and then I saw this TikTok with who's Christian Wilkins? He plays for the Dolphins.
1: Uh, I don't know about Christian Wilkins. Well, they have really.
2: him all mic'd up. Um, he is hilarious. Yeah, and. Um, by the way, it looks like he wears black underwear under his white tights, which is really funny to me. But anyway, because you can see his panties. <laughs> anyway, I feel like if the, if they want to get more viewers, the NFL and the NBA.
1: <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but somebody asked me the other day. They're like, hey, is that chick who doesn't know sports? Is she like always trying to get you guys in trouble? I was like, yeah, I think so.
2: Panties isn't a bad word. I know,
1: it's just funny.
2: Anyway, I was just trying to see if you're Only paying attention. Only sports talk
1: radio show in America that's <laughs> talking about football players' panties.
2: You, I knew you weren't paying attention. So oh, I was I'm trying totally to paying to see. attention. I was
1: trying to Google the name of the kid that was making fun of LeBron, but it's not coming up. Okay. anyways.
2: we're past that. Okay, here's panties. what I think they need to do: they mic up all the players all the time, and they have that be part of the game at all times. Mm. That I would watch that. Okay. I like hearing them talk. Well, they have to be like on
1: an HBO style. Because they channel. say so
2: many bad words. So many bad words.
1: That's fine. So many, not just four letter words, but like.
2: I got a name for the show.
1: Offensive words and well, I mean they have this. It's called NFL Mic'd Up. They just just it's just not what
2: uh, I was going to call it. Really?
1: It's just not. It's just edited. They just like they. It's not live. They just do like got it a little twenty minute deal from a game or something. When
2: do they play? Where do they play that? On the
1: NFL Network. Okay. Or on NFL films.
2: Huh. I guess I should look into that. It's pretty cute. <laughs> okay. I like it.
1: Okay, good. Uh, Chicken Does No Sports. Carolyn in studio with us here on your Thursday presented by Buff City Soap. Anything else to add today?
2: Um, I don't think so. Like I said, I'm very unprepared. I You're great. I've this just is had awesome. a week. I, um, I do want to say something, though, about Buff City Soap. Okay. One of our sponsors. Yep. Buff City Soap, their soaps, I can't even get over how like lovely and creamy and soapy they are.
1: I've been doing the double dip with the Kraken soap and the Kraken body. uh, Oh yeah. Smelling delish.
2: Yeah. I love it. So I highly recommend going to Buff City Soap um, on North Reserve. Go to Buff City Soap Missoula on Instagram and they post daily deals and things like that. Um, Handmade, locally owned. It is so great. And after that yoga class. I was literally, I'm not trying to get graphic here. I was so sweaty. It was graphic. disgusting. It's not graphic. <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't say panties. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sweaty and disgusting. Like it was so gross. So I ran home, took a shower, that soap. I, you'd never know yeah. what I looked like at one o'clock. That's right. That's
1: right. That's yeah. great. Yeah. love it. Thanks to Buff City Soap. Uh we're we've been spreading it too. I've been spreading the word. I've been taking the the oil to the hype house, to the hot house yoga, to the YMCA. I've been taking it all over the place.
2: Live it. Look at you.
1: Spreading the love, That's spreading love. Right.
2: That's right. That's
1: right. <laughs> Carolyn Chick Doesn't Know Sports chairs us once a week, mostly on Fridays, but this week on your Thursday.
2: Follow me on the gram. Follow her on the gram. That chick who doesn't know sports. She'll be back next week. Thanks, Carolyn. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Do it just to make her happy. Go follow her on the gram. Thanks, Carolyn. Appreciate you for swinging by. No on is now? More after this. How about a Grizz new transfer offensive lineman, Andrew Houghton? Caught up with the latest. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio.
3: So what is now on ESPN Radio.
1: Did any production of an album change music in terms of the percussion in rock and roll and hard rock more than the Black Album? Man, I don't know. I would, I would argue no. Lars Ulrich, man, one of the greats. That album, the Black Album by Metallica. I know it's become so, like, Iconic, but also maybe even a little bit oversaturated, and uh, you know some songs you hear at the stadiums every single weekend, like Inner Sandman and stuff. But we really listen to it, and the way that that uh, album was was produced and reproduced, and the way that the percussion and the music sounds, it's it's epic, man. Metallica, one of my all time favorites. You know to Zalia Spin Radio, uh, how about some skiing? Lost Trail, Epic Mondays, Half. Price lift tickets for a full day of skiing. That's a pretty good deal. You're also going to get dollar-off draft beers and kombuchas. That's pretty good as well. Lost Trail's open Thursday through Monday, so if you want to go catch it on Monday, half the crowd, half the price, always good snow, visit LostTrail.com for more details. Lost Trail, go for the snow, also Grizz hockey back in the fold. They beat Wilson State four to one yesterday. Was seven to four today? Is that correct? Seven four today over Wilson State in a little matinee action. Back to the evening games tomorrow uh, down there at the Glacier Ice Rink. Um, we got a four pack of tickets plus a pitcher of beer, courtesy of Katie O'Keefe's. Call right now four zero six eight eight eight. One zero two nine. That's 888 1029, caller number three. We got a four pack of tickets plus a pitcher of beer from Katie O'Keefe's. You call us, you head down to Katie's. They got your tickets. It's right across from the Glacier Ice Rink there at the Stevens Center, uh, 2100 Stevens Avenue. Thanks to Katie O'Keefe's for their Grizz Hockey sponsorship. You want four Grizz Hockey tickets plus a free pitcher of beer you can drink before or after the game, whatever one you really want. Call right now 406 888
4: one zero. How about some Grizz football? Next up on Nuanez Now, as we're continuing our look at the recruiting of the Montana schools, it's new Montana Grizzlies commitment, Cannon Panfiloff, an offensive lineman previously at Utah Tech. Cannon announced his commitment to the Grizz on Twitter just yesterday, January 9th. He's heading up here this weekend to get enrolled, and he'll be here on campus for spring ball. Cannon, man, first off, congrats on committing. Thank you for your time today.
3: Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm just, I'm really excited and I think Montana's the place.
4: Walk me through just, you know, your decision and, and what it felt like to, to make that decision and make it official.
3: Um, Yeah, so I had a I had an official visit this past week in Montana and I just, I loved everything and it just felt right, felt like home. And so then I called up uh, Coach Germer, the O-line coach, and told him I was in and I was ready.
4: That's what a lot of uh, of kids say. I mean, you come up here on your official visit, and it just feels right, and you got it in the middle of winter here in January, so you got the full Montana experience. Just uh, What was that experience like?
3: Yeah, it was awesome. I just got to see all the facilities. I mean, Montana, Missoula especially is a beautiful place. The mountains were awesome. Uh, I got to see all the rivers and stuff, too, and it, it just looked really awesome, and all the facilities that they had to offer, too, were awesome, and, it just it felt like home, and it was, it was a great place.
4: Cannon Pamphiloff, newest commitment to the Montana Grizzlies, an offensive lineman out of the transfer portal, originally at Utah Tech, which I guess a lot of people will recognize as Dixie State. Cannon, tell me a little bit more about your background. You're originally from Utah. You're a guy who's been on my radar for a couple years because you had some big sky interest coming out of high school before you ended up committing to Utah Tech. But just tell me a little bit more about where you're from and, and how you originally ended up in St. George.
3: Yeah, so I was born and raised in northern Utah, um, lived in Roy. I actually lived in Layton for a huge part of my time and then ended up moving to Roy with my with my dad. So I ended up going to Roy High School. Uh, he went there. My older brother, my older sister went there. So Roy High's has kind of been in the, the family for a while, too. And, yeah, coming out of high school, I mean, I had a, I think I had one, maybe two Big Sky offers coming out. I had a walk-on to BYU um, and then some D2. And then, yeah, at the time, Dixie State offered me, and I just ended up going there because I, I, my dad also went to Dixie State as well back in the day and it was kind of one of my coming out of high school it was one of my like dream schools just because of the area i thought it was i thought it was a great area st george is a great city but yeah ended up going there out of high school
4: yeah i spent some time sort of in that area southern idaho northern utah pretty good football talent coming out of that area especially down into salt lake as well but uh, a lot of talent coming out of northern utah what was it like playing there
3: I think Northern Utah is under recruited, honestly. I think there's a lot of like hidden talent there. Um but it was fun. You know, there's gotta play I moved Roy and I gotta play like the rivals and stuff and those games were really fun to play in and Roy had a great uh community that came out and supported and great coaches and it was really fun.
4: Yeah, and then you get to Utah Tech that was right around the time COVID nineteen was taking over the world, this is what was it like getting to college and you were Playing right away. I know you played some in the spring season, but just walk me through your career there.
3: Yeah, so I got down there, and it was COVID, and we, we were like kind of having fall camp. Weren't sure if we were going to play, and then we ended up getting, uh, getting the word that our season was canceled. Um, I know a lot of the big FBS schools still played. I'm not sure if any of the FCS schools played, but yeah, ours got canceled, so we kind of did like a spring ball in the fall. And that was hectic because there were like a couple times that we had to cancel because too many people got COVID and all that. And then we ended up playing a little five-game uh, season in the spring. And I started for three of those games, so that was really kind of where my college career started. And then going into the 2021 season was my true freshman season. That was my full college season, and I ended up starting a 10 out of 11 games, I believe.
4: Cannon Pamphiloff, who just committed to the Montana Grizzlies as an offensive lineman. Grizz have, uh, in recent years, had a long history of getting guys who are going to be expected to come in and play right away on the offensive line. Cannon's another one of those guys, listed at 6'6", 285. Cannon, just tell everybody you know, where you're expected to play. Are you going to play inside or outside? And just a little bit about your playing style.
3: Yeah, so the way I... Uh... I've talked to Coach Jermera. I'm pretty sure I'm expected to play on the tackles, uh, probably left, but right or left, whatever. But I don't know how much inside I'll be playing um, just because of, like, probably not as heavy to play inside there, at least not yet. But I'll be playing in, in the tackles. And, you know, I just saw putting my hand in the dirt, running the ball, and getting, running the same play over and over until someone can stop it. That's just what I like to do.
4: Yeah, and you were a guy who you said had Big Sky interest coming out of high school. Did you know about Montana? What was it like when they reached out to you? And what's it like coming into a program like this that has that, that tradition and, and expectations really around them as well?
3: Yeah, coming out of high school, I, I really didn't know a lot about other FCS teams, honestly. I mean, Idaho State was one of the Big Sky that offered me Um. I didn't know a whole lot about all the other FCS schools until I actually got to college and started learning a lot more about them. And the first time I really knew about Montana is actually my freshman season when we played at Montana, and I'd never forget that game. Um, but it's it's awesome. Coming in, you got great coaches. They've been here for years. They've been successfully. They've been consistent, winning, uh, great coaches. They really care about their players, and they know how to win.
4: Yeah, what were the memories coming out of that game your your freshman year? I remember that one too. Now that you mention it,
3: yeah, I mean, I I honestly didn't know a whole lot about Montana like my freshman year, and then I just remember the coaches saying that it was going to be a fun game because of the atmosphere and that, and I didn't even realize how big like the fan base was until we got there, and it was like twenty four, twenty five thousand people packed, and I was uh, I told you I would never forget it. It was a it was a fun game to play in. I ended up having a good game that game, but the atmosphere and the fans, they it was awesome. I'll never forget that, and I thought, man, one day it'd be really awesome to play in front of that.
4: The Grizz now going back and visiting Utah Tech in St. George this September, second game of the season. Any part of you that maybe is looking forward a little bit more to that one?
3: Yeah, I think there's a part of me that's really looking forward to that. Not just because of the whole playing the old team thing, but it's close to my family, too, so... I'll probably have a lot of family and friends coming down to that game, and that'll make it even better.
4: It's Cannon Pamphiloff, who just committed to the Montana Grizzlies, telling you a little bit about himself. Big offensive lineman who was originally at Utah Tech that used to be Dixie State down there in St. George, Utah, measuring in at six foot six. Cannon, I guess the last thing would be, man, just tell people a little bit, about yourself off the field. I mean what what do you like to do? How would you describe yourself? What should people expect from you when you get up here?
3: I guess I'll start with like some interesting stuff. I love music. Uh that's probably a big part of like I feel like my personality and stuff is listening to music and I I'm a I'm a kind of a metalhead guy. Uh metal in eighties. My dad always grew me up on listening to the eighties rock, you know, and then as I went through high school and stuff got a little heavier like Metallica, one of my favorite bands, Motley Crue, all that stuff. So that's something that I'm really, really big into. And I love listening to music, going to concerts, that kind of stuff. Going to concerts is probably one of my favorite things. It's just, those are awesome. Um, Other stuff, like I love hanging out with my friends. Um, I love lifting weights and stuff too. Me and my buddies, we always do that. And it's not like even just lifting weights, that's almost like one of our hangout things to do get a lift in, something like that. Uh, I like playing video games with them. That's really fun, too. But, yeah, just hanging around and hanging out with my friends is what I love to do as well. Watch sports, too. I love doing that.
4: Definitely. Well, that's a big thing. I'm glad you told us. We'll find some Metallica to play this segment in for you when we play it on the show. What's your favorite concert you've ever been to?
3: Uh, I actually have seen Metallica twice. I saw them once my junior year of high school, and I actually wasn't as huge into them then. But then I saw him again this past, about a year ago in February. I saw him in Las Vegas at the new Raiders Stadium, and that was actually awesome. All me and my friends went to that, and I'd say that's probably have to be my favorite one. That one was just unreal. It was about 70,000 people sold out. Uh, they had Greta Van Fleet with them, too, who who's amazing, and that was probably the best concert I've ever been to.
4: Yeah, we love some Metallica here on Nuanas now. There you go, Cannon Panfiloff. Newest offensive lineman for the Montana Grizzlies coming out of Utah Tech with three years left to play. Big metalhead, big weightlifter. Looking forward to having him up here in Missoula. He'll be here for spring ball and then expected to compete and take a spot on that offensive line in the fall. Cannon, man, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you uh, giving us a little bit of insight into the recruiting process and who you are, and thanks very much.
3: Hey, thanks for having me on the show. This was awesome.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks for telling us. And thank you, Andrew, for that great interview with the newest Grizz football recruit. Got a couple high school coaches from around the state of Montana that received national accolades earlier this week. We'll tell you more on the other side. Keep it right here. is now ESPN Radio.
3: It's one now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television.
1: Usually as Thursday shows wind down, I'm getting ready to roll over to a basketball game, but not so fast tonight. There are games from around the Big Sky Conference going on, but uh, none here in Missoula because... Uh, both the Montana schools men's and women's teams played on Monday so they could have this Thursday off because they got a rivalry doubleheader at Dahlberg Arena on Saturday. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Happy Thursday. I hope you're having a great uh, end to your week. Tomorrow we got a jam-packed lineup full of um, preview coverage for the Cackers doubleheader here in Missoula. We'll hear from Trisha Binford. Montana State women's basketball coach, Brian Holsinger, Montana women's basketball coach, Danny Sprinkle, Montana State men's basketball coach, and Chris Cobb, the uh, associate head coach for the uh, University of Montana men's team. We'll also have some prep coverage for you. We'll have our latest Stockman Bank scoreboard. We'll also have some NFL picks in all football all the time with Brooks Nuana. So that will be uh, very fun. So, uh, Looking forward to that. Also, if you missed anything in today's show, jam-packed lineup once again. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. Darian White, Montana State point guard. Maddie Keist, the new head coach for the Missoula Hellgate girls basketball team. Carol on the not No Sports. And the latest Grizz transfer offensive lineman, Kenan Panfiloff. They all joined us. You can find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. Probably presented by the M-Store and the MSU Bookstore. Let's sneak in a little prep extra here before we get you out of here on your Thursday. Prep Baxter, presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. A couple of high school coaches here in the state of Montana have received national awards from the National Federation of State High School Coaches Association. Iona Stuckey, who's the head coach of the Huntley Project volleyball team, and Josh Monroe, who's the head coach of the Kalispell Glacier Girls Tennis Program. They each earned... uh, National Coach of the Year honors for their respective sports. Stuckey helped re, uh, lead the Red Devils volleyball team to an undefeated 32-0 season, and they won the Class B State Championship for the 13th time. That's amazing. Stucky has been selected 13 times as the Montana Coach of the Year, and she has done an unbelievable job. 929 and 177 in her career. That's unbelievable. She's winning 90% of the time over a 33-year career. That's even better than Robin Selvig. That's crazy. 90, 929 and 177. That is an unreal run. Uh, Monroe, he has also been phenomenal. He has helped coach 17 divisional title teams for the boys and girls tennis programs up there at Kalispell Glacier. And he's helped 14 individual tennis players earn uh, state championships he's been named the coach of the year three times for the boys program and once on the girls program and uh, he also has helped coach the uh, speech and debate team up there in Glacier Six team championships eight individual championships so congratulations to Josh Monroe of Calispo Glacier and Iona Stuckey of Huntley Project jam-packed rivalry game lead up tomorrow on to on now we'll see you at four o'clock thanks so much for listening ESPN Radio I am here with Catherine Delanz of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know, if you've been in an accident, the Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that?